All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Episode 424, I was debating, is it like, do we do the return of the Mac music or something like that? What's the proper, yeah, sure, Matt. what's the proper way to let the people know Chris Chalmers is in the building? <sighs> well, I think the a round of applause is definitely in order because mm-hmm. we're all shocked. Oh, hi guys. I got you. I got you. <laughs> return of the I think I sang Return of the Mac last time when I yeah, made yeah, a triumphant right. return. Yeah, so that would have been like thought that, probably, going back yeah. to the well. Um, I was, I'm not going to lie. I got butterflies when I saw your text today. <laughs> and you asked very politely. You said, is there room for me in the new studio? Yes. I, for I don't think I deserve my, the past couple weeks, I don't think I deserve anything more than a, than a slight golf clap um, yeah, for making fair. it. It's the least I could do. Uh, but hey, new studio, first one. And your thoughts, Chalmers? New studio? Well, it's, you, you know what? It's, um, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a new studio. It's definitely not the same room. Um, way more tripping hazards. Than yes, this one. that yep. is getting sorted out. This studio is still a work in progress. I fully admit yeah. that. And the walls are very, very plain. The one thing yep. I will say about studios, because oh, as we know, I know. Oh, it must have fallen down. Yep. No, it it's fell at my down. House. Oh, um, is that? You know, it doesn't really matter what the rest of the studio looks like. It only matters what's in front of the camera. Yeah. Uh, like, have you ever been... We went... I, I, I previewed... Or I went through Studio 8H in New York City. Yep. And I was shocked by how the studios for, like, the nightly news looks and, like, all the little different areas... 
there's one little corner that's beautiful and the rest is a f- nightmare. Yeah. Right? It's cords. It's, it's cords. It's everywhere. people. Yeah. It's crap everywhere. Yeah. And that's what this one is. So it's really no different. I mean, if like, I guess, you know, I've been at my wife's studio and it's the same thing. Literally one nice area and then the rest is a, a studio. Yeah. So, so this really is fitting. It's yeah. And what you said was this functional. I'm looking at the camera right now. It looks, looks damn fine. Do we normally look at I this? Approve. this is what that's just, see? that's a good spot for me to monitor the audio. So level. this is uh, the audio. Yeah. Is that's what JR is saying in a non yeah. we got a, like, visual form. There's us. There we are. Hey, I think better. Hi, everyone. Hey, yeah. everybody. Well, no one really watched. We don't put out the full So video, everybody, what, you, uh, Tyler said, the first thing he said was, look, I hung the TV myself. And I said, I'm proud of you. It looks good. Does but it look then double? he, mm, oh. well. Upon further inspection. If you look at the feed, you can tell that the line of the top of the camera is level. And eh, the TV's not exactly lining up with it. Put that screen back and <laughs> show JR. Your, your yeah, show Palmer's J- caught that in the three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> your rem truck swears he used a level for this. Well, I think it might be the camera's a little crooked if we're being honest. I, you know what? Maybe. I think I can see that. You know what? Maybe. You know what? Your iPhones have a level on them. Just saying. And a compass. We have a level in here. Well, you can worry about that later. We got a yeah. show to record first. Yeah, it doesn't Please. really matter. It's you know what? I'm just I'm just so glad to be back. I'm yeah. just it's just so nice to just talk sport. Like yeah, it's nice to talk sports. So let's talk some fucking sports, boys. Let's talk about the weekend. Let's talk about the weekend. Let's talk about the weekend. But first thing, the lead. That's an Oilers Nation ah, everyday shit. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this big... I don't, I'm sure you haven't watched uh, the new daily live show, Chalmers. Uh, <laughs> okay. We do this thing where we, you know, we start the show, welcome everybody, and then we go, but first, the lead, and then this dramatic music. Go, dun, dun. Yeah, and the lead story. Yeah, the lead story. Uh, today, here's here was the lead today on Oilers Nation everyday. Grade this hot take. It is Stuart Skinner's net until he loses it. Ooh. It's... it's, it's it's no. hard to debate it. He like, leads the NHL in save percentage. You, so like, you don't want Jack Campbell going back in the net until he loses it. Until like you can play Jack Campbell, treat him as your backup. This is Stu's net. It's not going to happen that way. You know better. Should it be Stu's net just in terms of how the goalies are playing? Yes. Sure. Yes. Like Stu quasi stole that game on Saturday. A lot of outside shots. Tons of outside outside shots. They That's go down one quasi. nothing. They go down one nothing. Stu stops a breakaway to keep it one nothing. They tie it up immediately. Well, that goes back to our conversation that the defense needs an upgrade. Tyson Berry got buried twice in a row by Michael Backlund there. First yeah. one went in, Stu bailed him out on the second. Without Skinner, they lose. Not quasi stole. He stole the game against Calgary. Without Skinner playing that well, they're toast. They lose it 5-3. And Markstrom, Markstromed. Yeah, he really great. did. The groan in the saddle dome when McDavid's goal from the sideboards went in was... Mwah. I like, loved it. Chef's I w- kiss. I want. I. I. I wish I kind of saw that goal on TV. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of get a better understanding of it. Like I've seen on Twitter and like a replay of it, but like from where it looked like, I was just like, oh man, like Connor saw like an angle with Marks from struggling to come back in the net and made the shot. Here's my view on Campbell, and uh, you guys tell me what you think of this. I've got a few few things to say about this. Obviously, we have Campbell for five years, and so the idea going into the season was that he would be our clear number one with a very capable backup. Yeah. We said in our yearly predictions, somebody in this room said that Skinner will take over that job. I do not remember who it was. So my take from the start of the year was just knowing what we knew about Campbell, I said there will be at some point 
a 10 to 15 game stretch or 10 to 12 game stretch where Skinner is the starter and Campbell is the backup. And I told people, I said, you can't freak out. That'll happen. I said, it's going to happen for one stretch. I still believe, like right now, I still believe playoff time, if I had to guess, it'll be Campbell who eventually gets game one of the playoffs. It'll be Campbell leading us down the stretch. But for right now, this is just that 10 to 12 game stretch. It's early. It's early. It's and early and it's fine. Down, yeah. And it's fine. You didn't preface anything by saying when in the season it might happen. Like, obviously nobody would know, but it is quite early. And like, don't you risk kind of not losing him? I mean, we've we've ran a two goalie system for more more years than I'd like to admit. More than we wanted to. Yeah, and yeah. you know, like you'd want to have a clear number one. And we, you know, at the beginning of the season, we're all kind of like, okay, well, maybe this is the year we get it. But maybe it's just not him for now. And what do I think? What what I think is is my gut reaction was, you on back to backs like that. Obviously, you play each one of them, but go back to Campbell. Stuart Skinner's not going to lose his confidence, I don't think. He's shown that he doesn't lose his confidence in that way by taking by getting taken out. Because anything other than a backup role to him is the cherry on top, right? It's it's gravy. Sure. He knows what he is. But with Campbell, you can go through like a stretch of three games where he if he struggles a bit, then you you know, but you you give him that leash to get to get his role back. Yeah. And 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 maybe that builds his confidence up because that's kind of what you need to preserve with him. Don't you think? Am I wrong? I, well, let's. We're talking as if Campbell's been playing bad, and this is not going to make sense. This is almost going to sound. The like Chicago positive. game wasn't great. Well, this is almost going to sound like positive regression in the sense of Campbell's save percentages. Call it eight eighty six. It's eight something. It's high eights. Yeah, but for some reason to me, it's like a good eight eighty six. Eight eighty eight. Eight eighty eight. Well, that was a good guess by me. I went on. Yep. I went on by gut there. Mm-hmm. But because in those games, yes, he has let in four goals. Or five goals. But they are all on like, you can't really be like, well, that was a bad goal. Like maybe one here yeah. or there. But like they weren't all, they, they were, these were like defensive lapses or just laps in our own zone, giving up a very high danger chance that the other team buries on. But then in that same game, Campbell makes a five bell save, five alarm save, whatever you want to call it, to keep the Oilers in it and our offense then takes over and and then we end up outscoring in a scoring race against the other team. But he makes those saves at very important times. So it's so interesting, the, di- the dynamic between the two players. Like, yes, Oilers give up high-danger chances with Skinner, but for some reason I feel like it happens more with Campbell. Because, like, that that St. Louis game, what are the, Campbell's in that for St. Louis, wasn't he? Yep. But we shut it down, and then we got to see what Campbell was. Like, we actually played well in front, and we only a, let in one. He was a 952 against St. Louis. Exactly, because, like, we actually played a really good defensive game. And So, here's his last four while you're going, Jay. Okay, thank you. Carolina, 900, still picked up the win, four goals allowed. St. Louis, 952, only the one. Pittsburgh, 914, he allowed three. We got shelled, 40-plus uh, shots there. The Chicago one I write off because that game was so odd. Lots of power Lots plays. Lots of power like, plays. Yeah, you yeah. can't, like, it was... Ten power plays against. Like, that doesn't happen. It's a lot. And we gave up good chances. Tons. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, so, like, I don't think Campbell's playing bad. It's I just, don't. but so, Skinner's actually gone in and, like, performed really well and and, and kept the scoring down, which what is I, obviously a much better look. I think that is going to be not Skinner's net until he loses it, but probably more of an even split. I don't mind. Splitting. So if you take, if you take it week by week with these two right now, because you need to figure out what the hell is going to happen, right? You have expected for uh, tomorrow night's game against the predators is Campbell. 
right? And then we play on Thursday, Saturday. I think you go Skinner tomorrow. No, well, that expect. I'm just saying expected. Oh, okay. Expected right now is Campbell. You go. You go Campbell on Thursday. You go um, Skinner on Saturday. You're gonna. You're Thursday. Not, you're oh okay, Thursday. Right? So okay. you go. You go Tuesday, Campbell. Thursday, Skinner. Then Saturday, back to Campbell. Then we play Monday, Tuesday. You go Campbell again, and then Skinner. That's five games. Three with Campbell. Two with Skinner. At the end of that moment, then you've got two days till Thursday again. We play the Hurricanes. We're talking, that's a road trip. That's a start of a road trip too, yep. that, that double header, right? Like the back-to-back game. So if you're just looking in like a small one-week scenario, don't you think playing in five games, one, three, and one, two, will give you yep. a good sense of what the hell's happening? Yeah, I think so. My only argument is I have Skinner as the three and Campbell as the two. Because I just, again, like, I think it also sends a message like, hey, Stuart Skinner's well, but, but, it, but it's also but that's a negative a message, message. Jack, you're not to playing who? good enough. And I'm like, to Jack Campbell. Jack no, no, it's a message to Skinner. Like, hey, guess what? Everyone else in the room, you play lights out, you get more playing time. And 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 that's a fair message to send, but you also need to get your $5 million you guy need to get going. going. And I don't think he's playing as bad as his save percentage suggests. He has not. What really sewers him is that Calgary start, which I yeah. would also argue is a big... Oh, that was... The team just, in front of him was yeah. horrible. I just looked this up. At 5-on-5, five five, his save percentage is 9.05, which is still not great. Well, it's not great. It's still under 30th in the Sounds NHL. Sounds like Tyler's anti-Campbell here is what's no, going on. No, 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 no. That was me defending him, kind of. Like, the Chicago game... Possibly? The Chicago game hurt him because of the power play compliment. goals against. <laughs> 9.05 at even strength. Like, it, that's not terrible. That's... That's still not up to snuff. That's not average. Like, you don't want your number one at nine of us. So, like, I'm just yeah. saying, like, we need the sample size for Campbell. Unfortunately, is too small. We've been saying that so much lately, but like, it's it's true because he's got to get a chance to get a save percentage up. Because, like I said, like he has made some like elite level saves, like to keep the team in the game. And we're like, oh my god, I so can't believe Stu. that he's going. I know Stu has too, but like, I just I I feel like. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to like make sure that everyone doesn't dump on Campbell yet because I don't think he's playing that. No, bad. there's no reason to. He's playing fine. Yeah, I give him a passing grade as a whole. Mm-hmm. I just give Stuart Skinner an A plus. Yeah, Skinner, like so. you're right. Like if you want, if it, if you want to reward like the guy who's hot, like I'm fine. I don't disagree with it, but you have to yeah. be mindful though. If Campbell is your playoff goalie right now, penciled mm-hmm. in, you gotta like have him feel good about it you know you know you gotta you got he's gotta feel good and not to say that he's right, not but, feeling good yeah but you 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 start you start putting skinner above him well then and that's why that's why this thursday you play cabal against a strong predators team you play skinner tuesday, against yes. tuesday tuesday sorry then thursday you play against the devil you play skinner devils against are the devils, devils are good who right are now. sneaky good yeah i mean I'm, except for you we can score on them then stars gets cabal like you're you're still showing cabal that you you, you trust him. Because also, there's another but angle. Like, is... Campbell's won three of his last four, and the loss was that St. Louis game. Yeah. yeah, exactly, where he did his job. Yeah. He let in one goal. We should, off off, off of a four-game winning streak, we probably, I mean, this is definitely a topic, talking about goaltenders, but it almost feels like we're saying, like, like that we're being negative about the team, that they have this, but it is just a choice. It's not a negative choice. It's, it's a choice. just a choice. And it's just... That's a good problem. Like, it they're is playing, a good problem. They're playing unreal right now. They are playing it's, unreal. It's been very exciting. We, we still have our warts, and we're making games a little bit more exciting than they need to be in terms of drama. But we're getting the job done. But they feel... The Oilers right now feel like the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs when you watch them and they go down. 
you just you know nothing but faith you and knew you know that, that they're coming back like that chicago game you knew like there's some games where you can you yeah can see and, and like, it's a no. great feeling to have that connor's Con- connor's obviously motivated at the moment mm-hmm. he is next level that guy he's, he's gonna i'm putting money on him to win the rock i am Richard. too Why I'm, not? I'm following you on that one because everything's going in for him right now. <laughs> yeah i i know so he's he's just gonna he's just gonna bank so many goals right now i said it uh well, it's always been my take, but there's going to be a year where this guy does something that is just like unheard of. Like he's going to, well, there will be one season in his career that I always said, we'll look back on it and be like, fuck, that was the McDavid Oh, year. I hope that's for sure. Well, and I also think and that. 60 and 90 for 150. And well, right? Like I, I also am buying what Tyler's selling there that I think Connor's going to go supernova beyond supernova, but there's also a little bit of luck that goes into those things. And yep. the guy who's probably a favorite for the Rocket Richard has not had a great start to the year. So Connor's building himself a little lead there too. Would you call that luck? Matthews is fighting some bad luck. I, I'd call it luck in terms of Matthews' horrible start. But I, Connor yeah. doesn't need it, but he's getting it. But yeah. like it's like his team is melting around yes. too. Right? And Mitch Marner's getting benched for a shift. Oh my god! <laughs> like it, we're talking about a goaltending controversy while our team is three games above oh. five hundred <laughs> yeah. and like on a four game winning streak. The Leafs, like part um, of me doesn't understand it. They're four four and two. But look who they've been losing to. I know, and that's the thing is like they just keep. They just losing. lost to Anaheim, and Anaheim, Anaheim they've lost bad. to Montreal this San year, Jose. Arizona, San Jose. It's like, oh my god, it's, it's, junk, it's junk, quite junk. like they are. It's so early to see, and they are melting. So it's so funny. I I gotta say something about Arizona because there has been a lot of play on social media about their dressing rooms and like just all the things that they've had to put up with being in this, you know very small arena that they're in this year. Yeah. Uh, I was I was driving to the airport with my family in an Uber, and the guy that picked us up was a big strapping man, and he was very willing to tell me about how he played professional hockey and that he's retired to uh, Arizona, and he's like buddies with the GM and stuff. Now, I don't know if this is outside school, but they are working on like a, a, an arena deal. It's going, it was announced it's going to a public referendum or whatever. Really? The public's going to vote on it, yeah. Because where it was supposed to go was Tempe, Arizona. which where is where it is going to go. It is where it's going to go. Okay, so this is all public knowledge. Yeah. But apparently it's going to take like three years. They're going to be in this arena for three years? Three to five. Yeah. Three to five? Are those pictures legit that are coming out? Is that like really? Well, you, so you, that's you, getting you, fixed. So by the time the yeah, Oilers roll into there? It's a temporary thing. Yeah. Okay. They're building an addition to the building. The Coyotes or the NHL is funding this annex that's going to be like to like an NHL standard. That'll yeah. be the dressing rooms for both sides. Like this is makeshift, and we get to see like there. We're really seeing the negative side of it because you're seeing it before it's set up. And yeah. I'm not saying it's great, but what does look great is actually the on ice and in game product. Awesome. So like, but that's what we all thought it would be like. So like, people are just trying to take their shots and look at it and and, and poke their holes. But like yeah. when the like, let's see what it looks like when this annex is built. So they're gifting ASU like an 18 million dollar annex oh really yeah i would love to be in one of those games those tickets aren't cheap because it's not very many choice no exactly batman says they're gonna exceed their hockey related revenue from any of their years in glendale (laughs) this is like a really weird um like Like maybe they only look sample yeah yeah like if if the only shitty thing is that they can't play games on weekends when asu is in season which is so hilarious uh, or videos like we'd be doing a nation vacation there for sure because the videos from this past weekend looked awesome there was the they dueling, just look fun. 
let's go Rangers, let's go Coyotes going back and forth. And one of the media guys tweeted about it. As that was going on, their CEO, that Gutierrez, like walked past everyone and was like, you wouldn't have heard this in Glendale. No, no, it was true. It is. Yeah, it was a Deadsville there. So, also, uh, check out dailyfaceoff.com. Mike Gould did a bunch of stuff. He was down there reporting oh, yeah, for he us. Was, so he was on there's the There's a case. lot of content We learned a there. lot about that building because of yes, Mike Gould. Yes, we did. Yes, we um, did. But it just it seemed fun. The atmosphere is fun. It's I don't know that you would ever get another opportunity to watch an NHL game that in tight. Whereas we were at the Saddle Dome on Saturday. By the time we hiked up to our seats, I was exhausted. You know? Oh, man. You're hot. Well, let, let's talk about the weekend. I think we should yeah. have opened yeah, yeah. Get so to the Get to the weekend in Calgary. Let's talk about what the hell just happened this weekend. It was amazing. That was a wild trip. Um, so Saturday, like the behind the scenes, the lead up last week, you were talking to myself and BM and you're like, we need to promote this more. Like we're not promoting it enough. We might not get 20 people at this bar. What's going to happen? And we're, to let everyone know what we did just in case they missed yeah, it on the podcast. Yeah, please do. Is our friends at ATB Financial gave us uh, 25 tickets to this game. So we thought, okay, uh, we'll bring like the real life crew and we'll bring Dan, some nation people. We'll go down, we'll record an episode with Barnburner, a pregame show. Uh, and then we're gonna just going to announce we're going to be somewhere. So we told him, we're like, we're going to announce where we're going to be uh, at five o'clock somewhere in the city. And the first 20 people that show up will get yeah. a ticket. Yeah. So that like, that's what it was. So like we'd say where we were and then you show up at five and then boom. And where'd you go? So we ended up going to Greta in Calgary. Beautiful. Um, who was a Flames Nation partner. They were great hosts. Great hosts. And so we throw up the flare. We, and it was, I don't know, we probably told people in the morning because we knew like on some of the posts people might be traveling in from out of town. So we wanted to give people a heads up. Well, we're showing up for five because that's what we said. And we're walking, and that was a whistle there. That was a huge I, whistle. I crazy that, loud whistle. I hope, uh, that caught me off guard. I hope that didn't work. See the spike. Yeah, that was wild. And so we're walking, and it's 15 minutes to five, or quarter to five, as some like to say. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of, like, Edmonton fans standing out front, and we're like, okay. And they start running to us, and we're like, oh, my God. What is going on? And we're like, like, and, and, and we had a code word, right? Because we partnered with ATV Financial. What was the code word? So you had to come and say A is for Alberta. Oh, I love it. Uh, so everyone's like, A is for Alberta, A is for Alberta. Like, okay, okay. And then they're like, and so we're like, yeah, no, like, well, sure, we'll give you a ticket. Because like, we think like they might be the only people in. They're like, oh, good. Because there's, there's like 60 more people inside. We're like, ah, okay, nope, we can't do that. So let's go in and let's figure this out. There was like 100 <laughs> people there and they showed up people started showing up right when they opened their doors at Greta so people got there early and were like oh my god and poor Dan's sitting there and we're like well I, like we're waiting how like, do you decide which well that's the thing like the <laughs> clock's about to strike five and we are circled with people and I'm like oh my god I'm like at five o'clock what's gonna happen is everyone's gonna stick their hands out and you have to like choose which hand you put a ticket in so we went to the audience and god bless them for being so, like self-policing in the sense of like okay guys like there are so many of you. What should we do? They're like, we should do a draw. Yep. Perfect. That yep. is that yep. is democracy at its finest. So then we go. So the funniest part though is like we have nothing prepared for nothing. a draw. We were so, so nationy. I loved it. It well, was so Jay has some papers on his end. I've got papers on my end. We're like, all right, we got to write yeah, a one to a hundred and a pen. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're there. One to hundred. Yep. And we give Finish up the lines right in front of you. We there had, you I think, almost a hundred people in that draw. It was like eighty some, right? Yeah, it was nuts. Like it was like it was super and so, cool. So, so were you each person 
you pulled out, got one ticket, or it was it them and a yeah, plus we, one? We, yeah, them and the plus okay. one. Because okay. like that's the next thing, right? Yeah. It's like so we want to like it, like we had to think about this on the fly because we're like, holy shit, we didn't think this many people would show up for like a weird giveaway. Like, yes, I get it, it's tickets, but like like how we structured it, we're like, I I, I didn't think I, I I was like I was saying everyone, I'm like I'll be shocked if ten people come, if twenty people come, I'll be pumped. So to paint a picture, you walked into Greta and was there Oilers jerseys everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Okay, <laughs> and then just like so, five o'clock happens, we start working on the draw, but then you look over towards the door, and more Oilers jerseys are coming in, and more. Oh and yeah, because more. now it's five, and people are like they're not ex- they're they're kind of expecting what you expected, which is to yeah show up at five. Those, yeah, be... so so anyway, it was so we did the draw. There were people there, sorry, who were like, they came to me and they were like, yeah, we saw you guys put it out on social day. So we drove from Edmonton. They just like got in the car and were like, yep, let's go. Oh my God. So then by the time we left that they bar. They knew, but everyone knew they had so many we only, Everybody knew. So by the time we left that bar at like quarter after seven or was it whatever it was to get to the Saddle Dome, packed with Oilers fans. Like, Jam packed. Yeah. Everybody's was, was, playing games. Everybody's having a cocktail. And this might not even have been in your in your um, abilities, but was there a part of you that was like, "Who can I call around here that can give me like twenty more tickets or yes. like a like I, a sponsor exactly guaranteed?" Eh? Yeah. No, no, I went. I went. Actually, went on to Ticketmaster to go. Buy. We had press level seating, which is like you are up in the elements. Sure. <laughs> they were like one hundred and fifty <laughs> to one hundred and seventy five bucks a ticket. I was like, oh my god! Like if they were like fifty bucks, I'd maybe buy like ten, twenty yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But like the fact that I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I'm like, no. Like this is what we said. Like we got to stick to our guns on this. No, for sure. But like, but like we didn't. Like we felt bad for Greta because like people showed up like, for like we're here to win tickets and and, and everyone's like, huh? Like, but even because the, the contest was like show up at five. But Greta did a phenomenal job. They were so, so good taking care of everyone. Like. Because they, they, they got flooded with humanity and they just like did a stand up job. And at the end, because they felt bad just because of how busy the bar got, they gave people some credits for games and stuff. So everyone's playing games. Well, also, let's be honest. And they didn't Greta, have to do it. That's the thing. People probably stayed there to watch the game when they didn't get the tickets. Which, 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 which is a that, great, and that's, which and that's is a win win. And, and that's and, the win win. Exactly. And then a lot of people, like it was funny. And then people went online and they bought tickets or they, there's people there that had extra tickets and they're giving tickets to people that didn't win tickets. Like it was super, it was super interesting, but I was just blown away. So like, it's amazing to see kind of like what Owen's presence is in Calgary. Yes. And so I, now that means like we should probably do like an Oilers Nation event in Calgary, yeah, like because yeah. it's there. I think the next time we do something like this, it's hey, we got tickets, and if you don't win tickets, stick around. We're throwing a party with more prizes well, for the game. Yeah. So from what I gathered from the very beginning of this trip was it was an interesting idea because normally you had done a bus to Calgary with yeah. Oilers fans from Edmonton. Yes, yeah. but this one was a let's gauge what the o- Oilers yeah. Nations reaches in Calgary yeah. and just go there together yeah. and find Oilers fans there. And it blew you away. So that's oh, it's great. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's, it was that's a good time. It was time. such a good problem. But like, I, I you feel bad, but at the same time, you're like, holy cow, this is amazing. So it was a super cool thing to see. So now we know next time we do something that we'll plan it a little bit different. We'll make it an event. We'll have it start early. We'll have a draw. To, we'll do it always as a draw. We'll do all that stuff, and then just have a really good afternoon with people pregame. And then yeah, like Tyler said, we'll also host. We'll take we'll take a crew to the game and then we'll host a watch party for everyone else that doesn't win and right. then give and then award a second round of different prizing for everyone that comes. So, so let, let's go to the draw. Did you have any? Did you have a hand in the draw? Did you? Dan Dan ran it. Like, thank so we, God we, because we, have, we know we have video evidence of how you do draws. <laughs> so we just I'm glad that you didn't do it because I, I, sequ- yeah, I we just don't need myself. any. 
bad press and around. Well, yeah, well, yeah. And, that's, and that's a fair comment. So, and the draw went off without a hitch then? Went yeah, great. Dan did a great job. Great. They gave him a megaphone, and uh, but it was just wild. And we had Princey there, and we were just like, Princey, like, we I was dare glad you to there. try to pull something off like this for Flames. Nation. I was glad he was there because Princey and I were out just like, we were having a big chat at the bar. We are just kind of talking some shop about what's going on down with, in Calgary. And he just looked around, he goes, man, you guys aren't in Edmonton and this is happening. I was like, I know, buddy. This is nuts in here. Mm. He's like, wow. And then at the game, the game was fucking crazy. Like, wasn't that crazy? In terms of what? Just like people who were like, well, there's nation. The nation love. Oh, my God. Stuff. It was so, it was a me. I guess, they was, were living my nightmare all over the place. Like, so <laughs> you guys were like, okay. We're Calgary? at Singapore Sam's 1.45 in the morning, and this guy comes up, and he's like, listen, Jay, I want to talk to you about Bouchard, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I spun him. You spun him, you did. did oh, also, him. I... What, you mean he didn't like him at the beginning, and then you made him like him? He like my take, and I'm like, let's talk about it. And like, I'll talk oh, about God. my perspective. He's like, So you're actively spewing, you're no? actively changing like, Oilers fans you. to hate But it's not, no, players. but it's not about hating. It's not about hating well, on Bouchard. I mean, it's not what you're not doing. Um, before I forget, I, I, I put this in my phone, so hopefully this person understands what I'm saying. Nobody But will. I got to shout out Amber, <laughs> either from the Flames or Amber that I met at the Flames game. Or possibly Tyler's girlfriend, Amber. From the Flames. The like, Flames, shout her out from the Flames. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully one of those three <laughs> hits. Uh, and you know what? Thank it's, you, Amber. It, I think this is more so, Amber, could you DM him and let him know what he was supposed to do? Because it's it's yeah, confusing him right maybe now. Maybe Amber doesn't know I was doing this. And I wrote that down as a note to like surprise her because maybe it's, she, she told me it was her birthday I think this might be a learning experience. Maybe your 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 WhatsApp notes or your 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 iPhone notes, maybe just a little more clarity <laughs> you know, in them. You know, you know when you write a note down, be like, yeah, yeah, I'll know what that means later. I'll know what that means later. Like, there was no... <laughs> so now when you say that to yourself, you say... Maybe just a few more I know, points of just a little bit detail. of color. Just a context. Just oh a little my God. Color. Yep. Anyways, but I got to shout out Amber. And also just... Tyler's Amber for putting up with us for the evening. Yes. Yeah, all Ambers. Very well. Yes. Shout yep. out to all Ambers. And also, <laughs> are we formed a little syndicate of the live bet comeback in the second intermission. Oh, yeah. Who were those guys with? Oh, I don't know. There was a crew of guys who they like, came can... in there and I'm like, all right, I'm in. Plus 325. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. And you did this online. Yeah. Yes, on the yeah, bet way up. Yeah, these yeah. guys came up to us at first. They're like, you're Ramchuk, live betting the comeback? And that's like a me and bag milk bit. We're always saying live bet the comeback. And I was like, I'm like, you know what? Damn it, you guys, I'm in. I had to redeposit to make the bet. <laughs> I was it a few deep, so it was an easy decision to make. <laughs> well, we called over Jane. Net. We're like, we're live betting this bitch. And it's like, hell yeah, we yeah, are. I unloaded, the, uh, emptied the account. It was, it was good. That goes that back period, to was... knowing that like this team always it was a feels like weekend. it will come back. And also just the fact that We've gone down to Calgary, I don't know how many times now. We never see the Oilers win. It's because we didn't call it Nation Vacation, I think. I, I think know, it's because we went covert. Well, because we rolled down in luxury. I know you don't eat beets on the cast anymore, but did you do a beat cast after that game? Uh, yeah, a little one from the parking lot. <laughs> How'd that go? Yeah, it was fun because I was just, I found other Oilers fans. I was waiting to get into the casino. <laughs> My favorite is when you let the dudes in that are in their basement and then they like don't realize that they should probably turn a light on or something. And you're like, okay, we'll just wait for you to get a light on. And well, then cause I was standing because Tyler and Jay ended up in the casino. So I wanted to naturally go to the casino. Stunner. Yep. The line was outrageous. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be cast from this line. And then there's a couple of guys are walking by like, are you bag milk? Because I just saw you on Instagram. I was like, <laughs> well, then you're getting in this video. And I just got their takes on the game. And then we shut it down. Oh, on, bag milk on the street. And yeah. little did be cast bag milk on the know, street. our boy uh, Jimmy in Calgary told us like, don't go to find the north entrance. There's no one there. Guaranteed. That's how you get in. Yeah. There's a big Ooh, line up on the south entrance, which is right near the Saddle Dome. We walked around. 
No one there watched right in. Straight in. When it was probably like a 45-minute wait in the other lineup. Yeah, so then by the time I learned about the other lineup, a line had formed out that one as well. So I just, I scooted around downtown. I love those guys. You know who I had a quick chat with? Who? Dave Erner. Oh, come on. You saw him. Yeah, Dave, because he runs Cowboys. Like, Dave Erner was the general manager of Cowboys in Edmonton. I don't know if you know this, any of our listeners. We used to go to Cowboys quite a bit in in our youth. So, Erner runs Cowboys Casino in there. So, I ran to him like, Erner, I don't even know if you remember me, man. He's like, Jay, of course Did I remember, remember you. Did he remember you? Oh, yes. that's good. And he said my name. I'm like, oh, that means a lot, buddy. Like, you put, you, you were big, like a big part of a lot of good times in my youth. He my was life. one of those guys, man, that ran like the biggest bar in Edmonton at a point and then ran the, the coolest bars in Calgary over the Stampede and never acted like it. He was just always cool to be around. He was, yeah. He was just such a good guy. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. It was Probably good still looks the same, too. He actually son of a does. Bitch. Oh, he's tanned. Is doesn't look like he's aged today. Yeah. Some of us have it, and some of us don't. Yeah. yeah. I do not. He's obviously got a good nighttime skincare routine. Mm, yep. Cool. So then so then you went to Singapore Sam's after. Well, you yep. got to. First off, I ran that casino. We oh. left with a victory, and I took some <laughs> of the Cowboys casino money. That was a big night for me. That is good. Yeah. Oh. Um, and while I was sitting at a blackjack table, some guy was like, in a flames jersey, he goes, "You're uh, you're that kid who works for Boomers Podcast Network," <laughs> and I was I was like, "Who Boomer works for my podcast network?" Who's Boomer big guy? <laughs> Boomers, uh, they do barn burners down in Calgary. Oh, Boomer, they're huge. Boomers, are yeah. Big. We are, so we're sitting there chatting with Boomer, and the amount of people that walked by Boomer, like Boomer, thank you so much for coming back because he left radio, and then he came and we tricked him into joining our crazy pirate ship, and it's him. Brett Warner and Ryan Pinder. Uh, oh. And uh, yeah, the amount of people that came by, thank you, Boomer. I'm like, oh my God, like Boomer's a big deal. In I Calgary. thought this Holy was going to be the story that came up with Hamchuck. Why am I seeing Hamchuck everywhere? Hamchuck? I don't know. Who calls Ham- you Hamchunk now? Taylor Hamchunk is a better late than everything. Thank oh. You. Listen to my podcast, Chalmers. It's excellent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. A lot excellent. of new nation vernacular coming out of there. That Great. is all I've heard about it is that it's excellent. Taylor Hamchunk. Taylor Hamchunk. <laughs> All every review we get is just people being like Taylor Hamtrunk, Taylor Hamtrunk. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, love nicknames like that that just come out of nowhere. I don't. So, yeah. So yeah, we went to Singapore Sam's. Yep. Uh, and what'd you get? We got the ginger beef. Mm-hmm. You wanted wonton soup. Mm-hmm. Wanted what wonton- soup at two, oh, one in the morning? Two the in the morning? Was, it was not good. Do not- what are you doing? Well, sorry, I gotta go. Ah. Okay, I'm going on a different podcast right now. See you later. Bye bye. Well, tell Canucks combo. Yeah, tell them we say we say I don't know. We wish the best. Their team is winning again. So, anyways, yeah. So we got I don't know fried rice and Shanghai noodles and all this crap. We ordered too much, of course. Always do it. And then thankfully, bag milk scooted in and uh, batted clean up for us. But uh, the vibes were starting to pick up because we got there what like one fifteen around there. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit early before like you know last call or. After last call crowd, it hadn't come in yet, but we're eating. And as, as we're getting ready to like leave, the after bar yeah, crowd dude. started showing up. People already started dance on tables. Like it was starting to. Okay. Like, and really the, and this is, this is like height of Halloween too. This is like the night of Halloween. Oh, yeah. party. Vancouver, Vancouver, Calgary was buzzing downtown. Yeah. Every bar was packed. Yeah. So the, the Halloween crowd that was rolling in there with their cost, their costumes probably looked like 10 out of 10s when they left the house, but Oh, yeah. A night at the bar, and some of those costumes start to wilt a little bit. Oh yeah, 100%. I bet you some of there was some some good viewing. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Singapore Sam's man, it never disappoints. The food is always, you know, whatever. It's always it's, leaves you wanting more. 
Was, so, but it's a great time. I was downtown Edmonton. I went for dinner that night. We were able to watch the hockey game, so it was good. good. Um, but we walked out of downtown and crap. There's that bar right next to Crash. It's called the Church of John or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was at least 150 people lined out outside oh, yeah. of it. Kids these days with Halloween costumes, they don't leave anything to be desired. Bare asses everywhere. It was not that warm. Oh, yeah, man. And That's they like... were just, you know, a few drinks and yeah, we'll keep you warm. But I was shocked. We were walking out of there with our coats on and we just sat back and just watched for like 25 minutes. The younger generation, uh, <laughs> it's a different, <laughs> a little bit of a different vibe from when I was that. And yeah. I'm only 25, but like. It looked like a lot of fun, though. It made me remember when we were young and used to go out for Halloween. Oh, God. Oh, what a time. That's one, of the, that's one of the nights to go out. Yeah. But you guys, none of you dressed up? No, nobody? No, no, no. We went as Oilers fans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that is victorious Oilers fans. And that's the thing. They won the game. It was so good. Great. It was oh. stressful, but it was good. We, and man, uh, do they love Luch down there. They love Luch for some reason. Yeah. It's because they, 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 he came. Yeah. We brought him on to be a first liner, and that was our expectation. They brought him in to be a fourth liner who bangs and crashes, and that's exactly where Luch is in his game, in his career right now. So it's a better fit. So they're celebrating him for the right reasons. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we met a bunch of friends after too, and our boy Harner Ryan wants to hop on the pod again. So we oh, might have yeah, we might have Harner Ryan on Thursday, or he might do a win on Friday. But we're Harner Ryan ran into Jack, we ran into well Boomer, and we ran Boomer. into Bob Stoffer. Oh, we it's did not. A, it's, it's and not Mooner a and trip. Cam Moon. Oh, and Cam Moon. That's these right. guys all out. No, no, we just uh, we, we hung out in the saddle because we're at the press level, so it's right beside like the cat, the cat, oh, the right, media right. catwalk connects to it. So we just. Hung out there, and all of a sudden, all these guys are walking out as we were finishing beers and whatnot. Yep, it was that was a great trip. Um, Arkells was great Friday night for everyone else on the pod who, yeah, who knew about that off. drama. We uh, we did, we pulled it off, made it all work. And did you was, see what they did in Edmonton? Yeah, that was so oh, cool. I'm mad I missed that last yeah. song of the night. There's only one song we got to sing tonight, and then they. They lead singer drops his guitar and they all of a sudden La Bamba starts playing. So good. Crowd went wild. So that was, that's not like pandering to the crowd to just by putting on a jersey. They, that well. was so smart by them. They always put on a great show. Yeah, I they love do. seeing them live. Yeah, um, they do. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Shout out to Arkells for playing La Bamba to wrap up uh, their show in Edmonton. Uh, okay, we are going to quickly stop and pause for an ad and then come back with more chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. We could probably talk NFL actually, since there's no well, one here to derail that conversation. One more thing about oh, okay. Oilers. Just okay. I, I want to yep. go. Let's go through the Halloween costumes. It being Halloween. Oh, the Oilers Halloween yeah, yeah. costumes. Let's go. Well, Pooley RV wins. Oh, are we on? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like <laughs> us talking during. Yeah. What you I know, you thought we were like in a commercial speaking break. Speaking of, yeah, exactly. But speaking <laughs> of Halloween, yeah. obviously the internet gets flooded with hockey teams. And I love that hockey teams all have Halloween parties. It's one of my yes. favorite things in the world. Yes. Um, the fact that like it's at the beginning of the season, it's probably a great bonding experience for all of them. They yep. all get to dress up. You know, nobody's too cool to do it. Uh, but the Oilers, we get flooded with Oilers Halloween costumes. I see that uh, OilersNation.com posts a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering for your guys' tastes, what were your some of your favorite Oilers um, Halloween costumes? Because I know which mine is. Well, I, and I, well, and I think everyone knows what it is because I think you said it when you thought we were off air. Well, did I? I said Pugliarvi. Oh, you said Pugliarvi. Yeah, Pugliarvi's so that one was fun. I liked it a lot, but the first thing I noticed was that she has a garbage bag over her. I really hope there's breathing holes in it. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on. I'm just kidding. I like, like, but like, he had, like, Pugliarvi had, was wearing the headgear. Like, so good. It was, it was no, really well it, thought out. It was fantastic. And uh, Connor looks great as, as Scarface. And she, I don't know what her name is in the show. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle oh, Pfeiffer. Yeah. So Lauren looks great as Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought they pulled that off great. I'm sure there was people that probably looked at the cigar and were like, Connor shouldn't be smoking. Guys, it's probably fake. Relax. Hmm, maybe not. Well, you Ma- and maybe not. And who cares if it isn't? Evander you see King baseball. crushes stogies. True. So then we've got Ryan McLeod, Warren Fogle, and Evan Bouchard dressed up with their significant others in as a six pack of Corona. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. I like the commitment to that one. That might be a little too big. I mean, you know, you're you're walking around as a single get, bottle of Corona uh, most of the night. Still though, no, I like yeah, it. Yeah, they, they they form they probably just form as the six pack for a photo, <laughs> and then they go out in their merry way as individual bottles. Yeah. Uh, so then we got Disco Stuart Skinner looking great with the du- well, with the duster. I like I like how he played on his name and his costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this, that is a great. Mustache. This one was a bit troubling. Cody Cece has Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball. Good commitment. Good commitment. I mean, great um, song. Great song. <laughs> Interesting look. I don't really know what else. So then we've got Darnell Nurse as Bob Ross and his. Partner as the canvas, oh, I which is seen great. That one. That's yeah, great. So that's a good one. Uh, this one would be Kyler Yamamoto as the big bad wolf, and we've got the what is, is she Yamamoto? called? What what but what Red is Riding Hood? Red Riding Hood. That's correct. Yes, uh, this one's great. Oh, Evan Bouchard Evan as Barbie. That's not Evan Bouchard. Uh, not sorry, Evan Bouchard. Tyson Berry, Tyson Berry, and he looks fantastic. Yeah, he's got the fake tan. I can't. I, I want to know. Did he dye his hair? And they're wearing the they're they're in the roller skating portion of it. So they're wearing like I can't tell if they're roller skates or if they're they inline like, skates. Are the, but the wheels off. He's got the tan and he's his hair is very blonde. Well, maybe. Do you think he it. actually died? Well, like, that's the thing. These guys go all out. I know, and I think it's fantastic. So what what do we, what do we think? Yeah, Puyarvi wins, but let's let's give uh, let's give. Well, I, I second place. I, I guess I, I like uh, I like Tyson Berry's. Um, I do too. It's very topical. Yeah. That's good. Yamamoto's was cute. Yep. Um, Connors was, and I know he wouldn't do it, but he really should have won as Jeffrey Dahmer. 
What would the partner go as? It was on a goddamn tee. Yeah, that's. I guess that's. <laughs> that's. I guess that's why you can't. So never mind. Retracted. If they had a real sense of humor and they, re- I don't no, think you can get pictures. No, 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 no. no. All right, all right. No, 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 no. No, I like. I like. I, I thought it looked good. Like it was. It was well executed. Uh, Darnell nurses is pretty cool. Yeah, Bob Darnell Ross nurses is, is pretty good. I just like that they go all out. I like that they don't. You yeah. know. No. Yeah. Maybe there is players on the team like we didn't. Obviously, that's not the whole roster. Maybe there is players that don't. That they don't go to the what, what's the Halloween store called? That like went up here. Spirit. Yeah, they don't go to a spirit Halloween for the cost and just like, throw on. these guys like draw. I, they they probably spend like five hundred bucks on their stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I just remember too. Nuge and uh, and Drysaddle doing something with McDavid last year. I'd like to see. They were friends they were last friends. year. Yeah, like the cast that's what I mean. Friends, yeah. They were yeah, so they cast of friends at last year, but we didn't get to see what their costumes are this year. So, mm-hmm. oh well. So yeah, Halloween favorite time of the year. Oilers doing well. Oilers doing really well. Oilers doing like really well. You know, it was, a, it was a slow start, but they're starting to they're starting to click. And Evander Kane now is apparently a passer. He's a dish master. So is uh, Dry. He dries over passing this year. Like if that's another complaint. I love that McLeod's burying his chances too, though. McLeod is run. continuing to take steps forward, which is so good to see. Like he is. He's dyna- like he's a game breaker because of how he skates. He's such a good guy. He's, he can move the puck really good, and he just keeps getting more confident. He's got a decent shot. Nuge is still on fire, which is so fun, man. Like it's such a badly timed take, but I was the first four or five games from him were were I was watching him. I was watching him Nuge? with kind of yeah, with kind of a fine you know a magnifying glass, and and he was struggling a little bit, and then and I remember saying to my friend, we went to the Carolina game, and I was like. He's just not like he, he skates a lot on the fact that he's not always producing mm-hmm. and that he he makes some mistakes. He was having a really bad defensive game that night, wasn't yeah. getting on the right. And I said, you know, like, do you know anybody that skates this much for having trouble? And my friend said, yeah, next game he has like five points. And I'm like, oh, God. And then the next game he has like three or four. So he, this is what he does. This is what he does. I guess you can take some time off when you're as likable as Nuge. And nobody's going to say anything. When he kills the other thing, too, Chalmers, is that right around that time, they flipped him back to a winger. He's a winger. He's a winger. He's not he a is, center. And listen, part of the reason I liked the signing at the time was he's versatile. He can play center or the wing. But now his role, he's the winger, who's your center insurance in case of injury. Well, that, that the number he's being paid, he's being paid as a winger. Yep. And that's like fair value. Exactly. And it, I guess you can call it center depth. Um, but he's terrible in the dot, but that's okay. He's terrible. He's he used to be so average. good, didn't he? No, Man, no, he was always better he never good at face offs. Yeah, he's always struggled in the dot. I thought there was one year where he was like, yeah, maybe, maybe an anomaly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they moved him back to a winger, keep him as a winger, and everything will kind of go okay. Well, and he's been he's with Dry, and like those two are like really smart players, so like he can see he can see what Dry's trying to do. So like mm. they they complement each other really well. And like he, he, Nuge actually has a good shot. Like that shot against Calgary, like that was a humdinger. Mm-hmm. TM <laughs> uh, that like we all thought like worried for the goal horn. Like that was uh, you know back posting out. But uh, and that's the other thing I like too. And I, I'm r- working on an article right now. I'm going to finish it up this afternoon for the site. Um, but just it's like a little trick or treat Halloween thing. And Nuge is I, I'm saying this isn't a trick at all. I think he's going to have a career year this season. I think he hits a 30 goal mark for the first time. And the stat I dug up. It's not like he's scoring on every chance he gets. His shooting percentage is high, 17%, but a guy like Connor shooting 30 right now. Early in the season, shooting percentages can be inflated, but he's scoring at a 45-goal pace. He'll slow down, right? He'll, but for him to get to 30 is very realistic. His 
12.76 individual scoring chances per 60. That puts him 14th in the whole NHL. That's most on the Oilers at five on five. So he's generating more scoring chances than any other Oiler, and he's in the top 14 in the entire NHL. He's generating looks. Look at it against Calgary. Post, big save, big save, then he had another shot on that. Yeah. He could have scored three goals against Calgary if things went his way. Well, he's, he drives a centerman. Like, he's got a centerman that can drive the line. McDavid's and he is... What's that? McDavid's a centerman, you mean? I thought drives a center. No, they're going McDavid, Hyman, and Nuge. I mean, oh, the geez. Oilers are no, third in the that, league right? in goals for. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. you would Jeez. hope that your third best your... hockey player would be having a good year. When we're, he, well, he's not their third best forward anymore. He's their fifth best forward. Yeah. But, oh, wow, hot take. But, I think uh, Hyman what, and Kane are better than him. Then, uh, like offensive production. Yeah, I mean, I'm Hyman's not arguing. just like head down, hard work, and he, like, he had a game. Had, like, yeah. he's, I guess I'm, if you're Hyman looking at pace like, scale. Like, you know, the Leafs are just melting right now. Like, Leafs fans are just melting right now, and they probably just look at Hyman and be like, fuck. Oh, but Bunting. Well, Bunting had a good year last year. Yeah, he did. Have a good I don't year. know how he's doing this year. No and to now take a step back because now I'm an idiot and Nuge is with Connor. Nuge also sees what Connor's doing and knows what he's doing and compliments him really well. And if Connor is your centerman, you're going to get chances. And if you can maintain a 10% shooting percentage, Nuge is going to have a really good year. Yeah, 10% shooting percentage would be with the way he shoots a goal every three games for the rest of the season. They got 72 games to go. Your M. Chuck math. That's 23 more goals from Nuge. Yeah, he's hitting the 30 goal mark. No, that would only put him at uh, 28. My bad. <laughs> doesn't matter. Who quick cares? math. You're, it doesn't matter. Quick <laughs> math. I will never make fun of somebody for bad quick math because mine is awful. Um, but you yeah. wanted, you, right when we were at that break too, you had said like, we, it's just three of us here. So we can talk about pretty much whatever the fuck we want. Can't yeah, we? why not? Let's wrap up uh, yeah. episode 424 brought Maybe. to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Mm. Uh, you can use promo code GAMEDAY25. Gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. I took Tyler to see the Oodle Noodle location in Calgary so he can vouch the, for, in fact, that it is real. It does and exist. It will open at some point yep. in this year. It will. Middle of November. It Middle looks like month. almost ready to go. And when you said you disappointed Amber in Calgary, um, because before you were like, oh, we need to stop at the Oodle Noodle. And Amber's like looking at the menu on her phone. She's like, oh, I'm so hungry. I can't wait to go eat Oodle Noodle. And I was, in my head, I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's awesome. why I had a shout out, Amber. Sorry, yeah, Amber. Yeah. yeah. So since uh, we are going to talk about something different, I'm going to before we pivot into the NFL, I do have one question for Yoram Chuck. Yoram Chuck, World Series right now. No Dodgers, no Padres, obviously no Blue Jays, and no Yankees. Did we expect for this series to be as exciting as it is? And for are you as into it as I am? Like I'm into it. Yeah, it's yeah. the storylines. I didn't expect with the Astros Phillies World Series that there would be that great of storylines. But you know, one like Bryce Harper, great story. Used to be one of my most hated athletes. Like I just, I would see his face and I hated it. I hated the way he acted. It was like, there was a moment in his life where he said, I don't want to be hated anymore. So I'm just going to be quiet and I'm just going to put my head down and I'm just going to play baseball. And he is one of the best baseball players in the world right now. Yeah. And when he does something like hit that walk off home run, a couple of ago, like it's fantastic. It, you, I really like him. I'm pulling for him. I have never had that with another athlete in any sport where I've hated somebody so much now to the point where I'm like cheering for this guy. I want him to win this. I want the Phillies to win this. 
Yeah, I do too. And like, I don't like the Astros. Um, so, and they're very easy to dislike. So that makes it more interesting for me because this is this juggernaut, like perfect baseball franchise that just is always at the top, always at the yep. top against the fucking Phillies who won like 88 games this year and like the whole way have been doing it against the odds in the wild card round this team was down six rip to the Cardinals and came or six two and came back in the ninth inning like their season could have been done in the wild card round if it wasn't for these miraculous comebacks and then to see stuff like you know Bryce Harper hitting those dingers and Raumuto's just on an unbelievable he had that play they didn't overturn it but I thought they should have when he threw out or didn't quite when when he hit his leg like, and then it went into the ball, like, right into the glove. Couldn't have placed it. Like, you could not walk it to second base and, like, <laughs> no. drop it there. And even that. It's been a great World Series. I'm excited for the game tonight. I'm going, uh, I'm going two TV setup tonight because it's Monday Night Football and World Series. Yeah. So that's, so that's, I, 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 are you into baseball right now? Are you, are you watching these games? Uh, I'm supporting game the one Phillies, was unbelievable. Uh, in support of Frank Cervalli because he doesn't admit he's a sports fan, but he's actually a diehard Phillies fan. I, those are the vibes I get. Uh, yeah, he's like, like he wears a hat and hoodie. He goes to every game today. Yeah, he was like ring the bell 400 times on game day. Yeah. And then today he goes, what's like an appropriate time for, uh, me to start drinking for the game. Tonight? <laughs> and I was like, man, you what are time such you a up? fan. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any work to do today? The minute that ends. Yeah. Speaking um, of ring the bell, did you guys see the video of the college guy ringing the bell in like Texas or something? And the camera guy gets right in front of him. He's sitting there ringing it like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, camera guy did him no favors with that. No we'll po- you'll post it on social media or okay, something because okay. it is hilarious. Any concerns, though, about the Phillies winning and a potential economic collapse? <laughs> Why would- uh, in 1929, oh boy. the Philadelphia A's won the World Series. And what happened in 1929? Nothing good financially. <laughs> in 1980, the Philadelphia Phillies won the World Series which was at the beginning of a major recession. The Phillies last won the series, the World Series in 2008. Oh my God. Are you fucking serious right now? Yes, I am. I mean, things are already bad enough as it is out there. <laughs> Maybe we are cheering for Maybe we week. are cheering. Oh my God. Maybe no. it's all just already happened. Like, because, I mean, if is there anything that you've bought in the past like two months that hasn't doubled in price? <laughs> it is. So, yeah, yeah well, fuck, whatever, Phillies, you can't make it any worse. Yeah. Fair. Uh, NFL football? Yep. Big game tonight. Cleveland and Battle Cincinnati. That'll be a really good game, actually. I'm excited for this one. I haven't gotten too excited for a lot of primetime games. A lot of them have stunk this year. Can't um, wait to see how Jacoby Brissett's going to F this one up. I think I think that what I'm excited for, JR, is when I got here today, I came down to the bar and you were eating a nice little risotto, some sort of some sort of beautiful meal from Dogpatch. Looked looked great. But mm-hmm. on your laptop, you were looking at tickets to the game that you are going to in Cleveland on December 12th. December 11th. December 11th, which will be the rematch, the rematch from tonight. The so of what I'm hoping for is that this game gets really chippy. It gets like that there gets like a rivalry because all that's going to do. But the problem with that is, is tickets, they were not giving those things away uh, when we were cheap. looking at them. And cheap. all that can do is make people want to go to this game more. I know. But there's but, always the theory when you buy NFL tickets. Because like no one has season tickets, except for Chalmers has season tickets from an NFL uh, team. But uh you go and look, and you you like, oh, I got to buy early to 
locking the price. And then if the team sucks, the price tanks. You're like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done it. Yep. Or you should wait closer to the game because the, mar- the market will drop. And then it goes up. Like, there, I've never found, like, that perfect slot of time to buy tickets. No. And I think that it's always changing. I don't think there's a formula for that. doesn't matter what the team is. Because when we were in Arizona, you had the Philadelphia, Philly, uh, Philadelphia Eagles coming in at 5-0. and mm-hmm. And the people next to us bought their tickets on some app some app day of for like an hour before the game for a very discounted price so like that's where but but it freaks me out like you you book your hotel you book all that and you wait game up but like they're they're always available so like that's like do we roll the dice well that's the risk reward you like if you wait to the very end if you're gonna pay an absorbent amount anyways why not just wait but but the thing is like could i save now we're talking like we're talking like our tickets, if we would have sold them three weeks before, would have been in the range of like $350 American. Yeah. These people bought them for $64 day of. <sighs> the seats, two doors, two, two seats down from us. It, I, think, I know a lot of people that are doing I that for a I think that days. it's worth it, man. I think it's worth to wait. But... Well, there's... Wanya and I learned a valuable lesson. We bought... We were going down to Dallas to, to meet a friend and the World Series is going on. So we're like, okay, let's go buy tickets to the World Series. It was the Rangers versus uh, San Francisco. And we ended up getting, like, seats, like, high up uh, in the outfield. And they were, like, $500 a ticket. And we were said, screw it. Like, when else am I going to see a World Series? So we did it. My buddy was like, ah, you guys are idiots, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't go to the game. I can't go to the game. And then my buddy decides, like, you know what? Screw it. I can go. So he drives. Like, after we left, he decided he's coming. He gets there like 20 minutes before the game. And for like $200, he sat like behind San Francisco's <laughs> dugout with like and with like all the family of the Giants. Oh. The Giants won the game. They won the World Series at that game. I'm like, you bugger. So I, but. but then, it sounds but like then, you're talking yourself into waiting. I think you should wait. But then, we've wait, but then we've waited before and been burned. But yeah, and here, so here's the thing. I've never, ever waited. So I'm coming from a place of. Just, I have no skin in the game. I've never actually Tickets succeeded will be available. by waiting. Tickets will be available. I said to believe. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, good game tonight. Well, what do we think of our weekend? Your your Bills won. We've, I don't think I've made a pick on the NFL for our nation pool for. Oh, we haven't we, done it for a while. We haven't done that for a while because you weren't here. Yeah. Whoa, well, I'm the glue that holds that together. Uh, yes. yes. And also chalm in and chalm out, just so you know. That's dead. Uh, is, also, that, oh, is, I, is that dead? Also, this, I want to do a full segment. It's my first winter as a homeowner. What do I need to do to winterize my house? Well, Here's a dumb you, question. You didn't give can my propane a, tank stay outside? Can your what? Propane tank propane stay outside? Propane tank can stay outside. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I was worried no, about everyone's that. got their hoses still attached to their house. Probably. Well, it hasn't gone It hasn't gone to freezing yet, but here's what you do. It depends on what year your house is. Listen, the the number one most important thing so that you do not have a messy spring with remediation in your basement is get those hose bibs, get those taps off of your hose bibs. The hose bibs are your hose tap outside of your house that you water your lawn with. Some people don't know that they're called bibs. Yeah. You take the hose off of there. You let the water out. It should go back into your house. The pressure is released. There is no freezing. So I was trying to explain why I took my hose off. Yes, but I couldn't remember what you just said. So, yes. Normally I just said because Chalmers told me to do it. So if, if you're looking at your house <laughs> and you, you have that? the hose on the outside of your house, you have the hose bib, and you're just looking at it, and you could see through the wall, what you would see is attached to that hose bib is a foot 
of copper pipe. The actual valve that shuts the water off is at the very back of that foot. So on the hot side of your house. In that 12-inch space, you should have insulation and then the inside of your house. What that means is, is there's no water right at the valve. It's draining back into your house. So anytime that they that they um, install them on your house, they do it at a reverse grade. So they drill the hole, they slide the thing in at a reverse grade so that when you turn off your hose and it pumps in here, that water, sorry, reverse grade on the outside, it comes out the hose. Yeah. Now all the water's on the hot side, so it doesn't freeze. But if you leave your hose attached to that and you shut the valve off, the pressure of the hose being attached keeps water in that one foot of copper pipe. So in the two inches of copper pipe that are from the very outside of the house to until the insulation actually stops the cold that's where they crack and they, they they just freeze the water expands and it cracks like a water bottle in a in a in a deep freeze right so then you go to white wash you, you know wash your car or mo water your lawn in the spring and you turn it on and you don't know that it's leaking until you go downstairs and your carpet's all wet because it goes down the foundation wall. It wicks across everything. You don't see an actual water spot in your ceiling because that's not where it's draining. So get your hose bibs off. Number two, in the summertime, the humidity is high in Edmonton. We do not need humidifiers to keep your your your, your good nasal health, as we've talked about, to keep mm. your hardwood Whoa, from cracking. we've talked about nasal health? Yeah, we, we have, have talked about nasal, nasal health, health mm -hmm. on this podcast Nitty saying pots? that you need a... Humidity in your house between 30 to 35% so that you don't dry out and wake up every morning with a cracked, cracked nose, cracked lips. Just got to keep yourself nice and moist. moist. I just ordered a... Uh, <laughs> and also if you have hardwood. If you have hardwood, it's huge. Hardwood has to be kept between 30 and 35% humidity or it will start to dry out and it will start to shrink because when things dry out, like carpet, like hardwood dries out, it shrinks. And that's when, if you go into someone's house and they've got big gaps in between their hardwood, well, it was not laid like that. They do not have any humidity in their house and those gaps have opened up. Um, most people's humidifiers have a winter and a summer damper in the basement that you can dampen it with. And on your humidifier, just or on your on your humidistat, just make sure that you're in between. Now, what happens because of the summertime, they're not always being used is... There's this thing called a solenoid, and what it is is it's a little tiny electric, it's a little tiny electric piece that starts the flow of water to your humidifier. Those things seize up when they haven't been used. So you may go upstairs and you may your turn your humidifier on, and that solenoid is not calling for water. So go downstairs, open up your humidifier, call for humidity, make sure your furnace is running because most furnaces do not allow water to go into a humidifier unless there is a call for heat. Make sure the water's running. Make sure you can see it. If you cannot, then unscrew the little water line from that solenoid and see if you can get any water out of there. It's a lot. Or just schedule flooding. Yep. See, and that's not a bad play. Just ration some money aside, mm. have a weekend set out, and be like, listen, there's going to be some flooding. It's going to take me some time to get through it. And then skip all this mumbo jumbo. Kind of yeah, yeah, you just if you want floor. a new basement development, if you want <laughs> new basement, just keep your hose bib attached, mm -hmm. man. Claim insurance. Yeah. What is thousand, maybe $2,000 deductible? It was undeductible. Get yourself a new That's basement. That's a lot of burritos. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. But Point. other than that, I mean, change your furnace filters. There's, there's, yeah. you know, there's not really a lot as a new homeowner that you really have to worry about from the seasons. If you have an air conditioner, cover it. You know what I mean? Make sure that that thing is not being, and, and make sure that your humidistat is, or your, your your thermostat is not on cool and heat because 
if let's just say we got a hot day. Yeah, exactly. You don't want that. So cover your air conditioner. I mean, what else do I do around my house? I put all my furniture away. Yeah. Just take all your furniture out? Take all your furniture out. Where do you sit? (laughs) Well, we have the portable stuff. So we have fire next to the outdoor ring. Oh, your outdoor furniture. Yeah, outdoor furniture. Oh, my God. (laughs) Put all your furniture. (laughs) Take your bed out of your room. Yeah, just empty the house. Just empty that house out. And get and go live somewhere warm. That's our advice (laughs) for how to deal with the winter. Yeah, and I mean, the only type of things that you're going to, like, if you start to see water around your bath fans, then that's a problem you can't prepare for. But that is a seal that's gone bad and you are letting hot water out of your bath fans. They're going into your attic. It is condensing and that water is turning into frost. And then when it gets nice in the springtime, you're going to have yourself a little bit of a, a little bit of a rain shower in your attic. Mm. Mm. No good. No, if you wanted to have somebody come over and just call a heating company, have them come over and go in your attic, look at your, at your, at your bath fans and see how they're tell them to take pictures of them. Show them to me. I'll tell you if they're sealed. Well, I would just recommend that we all just live in tents and not have to worry about any of this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a nice lean too. It's true. Yurts? Onsen? I like a idea. good yurt. Who doesn't like a good yurt? All right. Uh, before we wrap things up here, need to take a uh, quick minute to give some love to our friends at the FIS Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by Toyota. What is this? What is this? Yeah, what is They're this? They're going to be... Sending snowboards down from the top of Commonwealth. Oh, yeah. Big air, bro. They are. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. It's going through the seats, according to the map. Remember, we talked about this. They're going to be trucking in a ton of snow. I think over the seats, not through the seats. Yeah, sure. Either way, it's going to be a ton of fun. Explore Edmonton did a ton of work bringing this year. Tickets are on sale now. Ticketmaster.ca. The FIS Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by... Toyota. Toyota. And when is this? And Explore Edmonton. December 10th. Me and Tyler already scheduled a date night. Yeah. yeah. He's going to pick me up in the Alfa Romeo. By the way, how was your drive down to Calgary in the Alfa? I got to say, I hadn't hadn't been able to drive it on the highway yet. Well, not too much anyway. So this was kind of the first rip down to Calgary. That thing hums. It is smooth. It was a very pleasant drive. Very smooth. I got to play with the robot driver. Scared me a little, but I got to play with it. It has where you can take your hands off the wheel for a little bit. No, no. If you take your hands off the wheel, it starts flashing at you. It's like, hey, 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 hands on the wheel. But it keeps you. It It keeps keeps you in there. It's got like its cruise control is completely new compared to what I'm used to. So it's got sensors on the front of the car that keeps you like away from the people in front of you. Yeah, distance control. So I was, we were on the highway going down. And the car just starts slowing down. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I had no idea, but I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning. It's and a beautiful very comfortable ride down. It was wonderful. Great. Yeah. Oh, it's, just a, it's a beautiful car. I saw it when I drove in here today. Just a, a beautiful SUV. I call them trucks. Yeah. Anything with... Well, anything that's why I'm calling it the milk truck. The milk truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, when I was driving home from Calgary, cruising along on the highway, okay, doing wait. a respectable just, speed. Okay. You took the Alfa Romeo. Yep. You took the nation truck? Yeah. How many of you guys went? I well, because the Amber, Amber. And you drove the Bronco? No, he didn't. You better not have. Amber and I went up on Friday for the concert. Yeah. So I drove down with her. And the you guys have truck. a gas sponsorship? Like, what the hell are you doing? Hopefully. Okay. Nation truck? They're back, and I'm still driving on the same tank of gas. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, hell it's, yeah. it's fine. It's an EcoBoost engine, bro. Yeah. Anyways. I get that, but geez, you guys must be just flushed with cash. Taking a, Everybody takes their own single uh, car down. Yeah, well. We're full in the Alpha. <laughs> yeah, Dan Were was, okay. Dan was okay. with them. Okay. That's, that, that's, the that's the answer I was looking for, that you wow. at least had packed the cars to yes, a capacity every, that's normal. Every car could have gone in the uh, carpool lane. Yes, yes. of course. 
Um, so I'm driving back. Okay. And there is a truck behind me. I'm going at solid speed here. And I'm in the fast lane because there are slower people on the right side. And Bag Milk's been with me. I just like hanging out in the fast lane. Yeah, life in the fast lane, baby. Yeah. He is a left lane driver no matter what speed he's going. And so there's this truck oh, coming no. up behind me. And like, so I'm going to fast enough speed to be in the fast lane. And this truck behind me is like kind of getting close to me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, man. Okay, I'll let you go past. So I say, move over the lane. And these guys drive up next to me with their Oilers jersey pressed up against the window. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And then they slowed right back down, went in behind me. And we were good the rest of the day. Well, they used you as the rabbit. Yeah, you're the rabbit. Yeah, Yeah, you used me the rabbit. I hate when somebody makes me the rabbit. And you can always tell when it happens. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they put their car on cruise, you slow down, they start getting up to you, and then they slow down, and then they get right behind but you, know, and you, you go, gotta pay I know what you're doing. You gotta pay it forward sometimes. Sometimes you use someone else as the rabbit, sometimes you're the rabbit. Yeah. That's if life. I'm very alert, I'll be the rabbit, because then I can see any danger coming, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Shout out to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Yeah. yeah. Stelvio rules. I love that car. Say Alpha that again. Now. What's it called? Stelvio. Stelvio. Yeah. DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, FIS, Snowboard, Bigger, World Cup presented by Toyota. And you, Chalmers, for being back. Hey, thanks, guys. Is this going to be somewhat regular or are we waiting another three months for your next <laughs> <laughs> No, it should be somewhat regular. Yes. Yes. It's just, it's, it's, we're, 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 we're getting there. We're there. Today was, yeah. you know, we're there. And we're getting we'll make, there. And we'll, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yes. Maybe. At some point, we're there. I don't At know. At some point, but yes. The destination leads to there. We'll, yes. <laughs> maybe possibly all right that's highly unlikely just kidding <laughs> episode 424 of the real life podcast brought to you by doordash noodle noodle we will chat again on thursday thanks for listening to another episode of the real life podcast don't want to miss any of our nonsense hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on twitter and instagram even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.